Dwalls, and welcome back to another episode of Romantically Lit, a podcast that features two undercover hopeless romantics who kiki and review different Black romance novels across the diaspora. I am Hannah. And I'm Odelia. And on this week's episode, we sunset our review of Kennedy Ryan's romance novel, Before I Let Go. If you're tuning in for the first time, bienvenue and thank you. But hold up. They don't love you like I love you. Before you proceed any further, please listen to our first episodes of Before I Let Go because we'll be sharing some spoilers. As you peruse to find that episode, please check out our other episodes on equally romantic books such as Honey and Spies, Seven Days in June, Yinka Where's Your Husband, The Perfect Fine, and so on. As always, in this love shack, we welcome all different types of love tropes and we know we've reviewed something just for you and on that note let us begin welcome back as my musically inclined co-host said <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed her little uh cover of uh hold up <laughs> It was not really a cover. It was just me singing a particular lyric from Beyonce's Lemonade. Anyway, I just um, want everybody to know that when she does the intro, I'm experiencing them for the first time, just like you guys. <laughs> so sometimes I'm sitting here like, <laughs> why is she singing? But I love it. I love it. I look forward to it every time. Yeah, I'm stopping. This is no, the last time. No, 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 no. Don't be like that. Okay. As my Lemonade Obsessed co-host mentioned, <laughs> we are going to be jumping back into, I'm, I'm shedding a tear, y'all, the final chapters of um, Before I Let Go by Kennedy Ryan, which you already know from last week, if you listen, I'm in love with this book. You know, they say that the Greeks had like five types of love like your love for your school or your community or your family i am in love like this is agape i have agape love for this book and you know hannah's looking at me like you crazy girl but i said what i said and i stand by it and i agree with you wholeheartedly because i already rated this book on the first episode so reading these final chapters i'm just like yeah what's four plus four eight candy ryan eight <laughs> okay so let's let's jump in back in so we ended did we end on a juicy we, we ended on a juicy corner yeah we so did the last time we saw our characters it was deja's b-day party she turning you know 14. 14 14 you know rides around the sun um and her mom and her daddy are in the kitchen having a conversation oh and we did tell y'all to go read 34. So, yeah, for those who skipped every single chapter and then came straight to 34, welcome. Because you have just reached the peak of what I'd like to describe as mm, mm, just chaotic love making. That's what it was. Um, but in every way possible, very, I want that. I want that too. You know what I mean? I felt jealous. And it made me <laughs> it made me even more attracted 
to Josiah, which is crazy because we're all imagine we all have different versions in our head of who Josiah could be played by. Aldous Some Hodge. Some of us say Aldous Hodge. Some of us say Kerry Washington's husband, who I keep forgetting his name. But you don't even know the person you're imagining his name. No, all I know is his fine. Anyway, so Adul is right. Is um, Deja's 14th birthday. The kids are upstairs doing the little slumber girl party, whatever it may be. Well, I don't know what 14 year old girls do, but that's what they're doing. And um, they're in the kitchen. They're having a conversation. He so the last her. conversation they had was he's telling her that Vashti said she wants to go to the Charlotte location because she she can't handle, you know, the two getting back together. So, and then Yasmin had said, well, did you tell her that's never going to happen, that you don't even want to touch me? And he puts her arm. I want you guys to know I reread this last night. <laughs> that's why you remember it so vividly. Yes. He, like, put her arm, and I, I just want to be clear, it was not just chapter 34. I mm -hmm. reread, you know, the following chapters as well mm -hmm. in preparation for today and for my own pleasure. But anyways, he puts, no, like, it's not a double entendre. I mean, like, pleasure of enjoying the book. Oh, okay. I didn't <laughs> want to say anything, but thanks for clarifying for me and the audience. Anyways, he puts his hand on her waist, and he, like, holds her cheek, and he's like, I'm touching you right now. And next thing you know, <laughs> she up on the counter, <laughs> they up in each other's spaces, he's up in her crevices, and she can't keep her volume down, so they're like, garage. So he grabs her wrist, and he pulls her to the garage, and they hop into the car, and they do that teenage I was about to say it's so juvenile this. Yeah, it's very, very juvenile. I'm just like, this is not something that people with, you know, um, bad backs and... Okay, but from what they sound, they sound like very fit people who Great. take care of themselves. I don't think they have bad backs. I think they still have bad backs when that age, but maybe not as bad as how ours are going to be in that age. Now, why am I in it? I'm going to fix my life before then. Don't worry about me. Okay. Um. So, yeah, they're in the car and, you know, it's a lot of... Pull the penny to the side. <laughs> Why is she giggling? <laughs> I feel like there's a song that Jay-Z says, pull the penny to the Stop. Side. Why would you do that? <laughs> oh, my God. Don't ever. Is there a lyric life. that Jay-Z says I don't want to know what okay. Jay-Z thinks sexually. Y'all, I have this rule, this cardinal rule. I, mean, I never, ever, ever, never, never want to know what Jay-Z does sexually. I don't care that he calls Beyonce peaches. I don't want to know it. Pick any other song. There's other rappers who talk about pulling the panties to the side. You're right. There are many. The Jay-Z one is just the first one that popped in my head. I apologize, Odile, for, for giving you something that could cause you a nightmare. You killed the mood. Okay, fine. Anyway, they're in the car, and they're kissing, and they're someone's gripping their back, and he's playing with her boobs and everything. It's very... Um, if anyone's watched Titanic, when Jack and Rose are in that car... And I don't like remember he, most of this movie. So they're running around the boat because, you know, crazy. And they go to like a particular floor where they just have park. They have all the parked cars for all the rich people. They jump into a car and the iconic scene. Oh, with the, her, with the steam with her yeah. hand. So if y'all know what I'm talking about, that's what the girls are doing right now. You know, they're really into each other. Um, and it's cute. There, of course, there are many moments where I giggled. Odile's going to share hers because I know she has a list. So, Odile, tell us. <laughs> Excuse me. No. Tell us from this particular car scene 
what he <laughs> or she did to make you feel a certain way. Go. So I do have notes, guys. Of course you do. <laughs> like we're ooh, come on. I know you. What? Let's just be honest. Okay. <laughs> Let's be fair now. Yes, chapter 34 was mostly a spicy scene. However, there were moments of eloquent writing in these scenes. Mm -hmm. And I'll get into it. So the first one is um No, no, before that even No, no. Wait, let me focus. Let let me focus. Okay. So, the first one I wrote is consent. Consent is sexy because he looks at her. He's he's searching for, and you know, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Some days I'm like, is consent sexy? Not like, consent should always be involved, but I'm like, there's something so unlike, it's ridiculous that we have to trick people into providing consent by mm -hmm. saying consent is sexy. But Candy Ryan changed my mind. Because when he looks at her without like really like he's like, are you sure? And she like wraps his le her legs around him. But and it, it shows you it doesn't have to be verbal. It doesn't have to be awkward. You know, he's just checking. He's just sure. There's just something so smexy about that. Well, daddy's home. Wow. Like Drake said. And then before that even um she says, and they have these instances where they like keep trying to let us know that they love each other and they're sorry if they've ever strayed away from one another. Um, and she she says, I've never been with anyone else, I promise. And that's like a foreshadow to later on. There's a different chat, but anyways. Um and oh, or not later on. Y'all sorry, my notes are, when I read this, I read this in the dark. <laughs> Of course she did. She read it in the dark. <laughs> I was a little inebriated. Oh my god! <laughs> this is who we're trusting. To. No, no, no. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Because I can out. jump in, girl. Let me know if you want no, to no, chime no, in. No, no, no. I'm mixing up the scenes, but I'm back. I'm back, y'all. I'm back, and I'm better. Reread. It's that you're you're merging everything into one little scene. I mean, finish oh, off. I figured it out. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So after the consent. They're going at it. She's like, it's rough. She's like, I'm going to feel this tomorrow. That That's what she put in the book. Yeah. And she says something that I was like, oh, my God. She says, the slide and squeeze of our bodies creates the cadence home, 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 him, him, him. Yeah. And I was like, damn. Word, 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 word. <laughs> I really like that one. I was like, damn, like, they come together, like, what I imagine is it's gonna sound really weird when I say it, but you know in like anime when they put their hands together and mostly in like Naruto or Dragon Ball Z and, and they do sparks. the little and yeah, and the, yeah, yeah, that's what I imagined. Okay. Yeah. And um so they going out it and he's like, Girl, <laughs> we about to reach the, the end of the race. And um he says she wants to pull he wants to pull out. He's like, she's like, No, 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 don't pull out. And then he says, I've never been raw with anyone else. I promise. But he like, why I wrote that down was because he's looking at her eyes when she, when he says it, like he really wants her to believe and be clear that like he 
would only ever risk having a child or any of the aspects of like the responsibilities of sex essentially with this woman like that is the only woman he wants to take those risks with and then she says back to him I believe you and that meant something to me okay I can't explain it to you guys Mm -hmm. but that really that was it was almost biblical, okay? Biblical. Woo. It meant something to me. Okay. Um, um, and then he even says at some point, he's like, so damn good. God, I miss this, Yaz. And I was just like, he, like, she's talking about home, but this is clearly where he wants to stay for the rest of his life yes. in her coochie. Um, and one thing I love about Josiah is that he's an enthusiastic lover and he's a giver. I mentioned it last episode and because, yes, I have reread them. In every chapter where we get a little spicy, she Kenny Ryan refuses to let this man receive. And I think he's more than accepting or more than willing. He's deserving of it. That's what I mean. But he is an enthusiastic giver and his joy will always come. No pun intended for for giving um, to Yasmin. You get intended. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That was not a pun. Okay. But I just loved it, y'all. I loved okay. it. It was messy. It was juvenile, but it was needed. It was important. It was, oh my God. It's literally, I thought 28 did it for me, but 34 held something in my heart that, you know, was so powerful to me. And and just like, I just wanted to live there, you know, in that space of chapter 34. Whew. Okay. Um. Thank you, Adelia. <laughs> I gave you the floor because the way you were speaking about the book, I said, I'm going to let her do a little joy, joy. And here she is. I have more notes for every chapter following. I'm pretty sure. And I'm pretty sure it's always about them together like this. No, okay. no. I enjoyed this chapter as well. I, it, I really, one thing I really thought was significant was the fact that it was in the garage. And because we know the history of the garage, that's yes. where she said, listen, buddy, listen here. We're no longer doing this thing. Okay? No, she said that in the bedroom. Well, she did, but then the garage is also significant. It well, it led to yeah, it led to the the whole catalyst of her asking for the divorce because that's where the big fight happened. They thought they were hiding from them kids. We'll find out later on that obviously you can never go to the garage and start fighting. Your children will hear you. To be fair, they always started fighting before they got to the garage. Fair enough, but like also. I just don't. I think we need to give children a lot more credit than than we. I do hope because as kids can pick up on energies as you're saying that and the spirit the spirit woke them up and said something is wrong like something felt wrong as you're saying this i hope when we get to this particular chapter yes this same empathy you have for kids i will will be available i feel like it's dumb because i would hop in the car and drive off and argue with you in the park <laughs> that's what i would do i personally would do that i hope this empathy well is it around. Will be there. anywho um i like the fact that it was in the garage it's the it's the history around it. And now here they are reuniting their bodies, their souls, uh, their connection. And I thought it was very, I don't know, significant. Thank you, Kennedy Ryan, for for all that. But Thank we're not done with that chapter because as they're getting in, it's Deja's birthday. So Deja's looking for her mama because she wants to, to take be fair, her they, they had finished. They were just trying to catch their breath and like bask enough, in their afterglow. But we don't know how... Like she just said her we don't know she might have just been like lurking around for a little bit i don't think so i think she would have made it really clear knowing deja how i know her how you know her <laughs> i think she would have busted in there and been like what the f obviously in 14 year old well, we we don't know for sure because deja is a she's one she's she's remember that empathy you had like a couple she's seconds ago child. 
She's interesting. Do you remember the empathy you had a couple seconds ago? Anyway, um, so Deja is calling out her mom from the kitchen because she wants to ask for permission to go watch the movies with her friends. And of course, it's got Josiah and Yasmin feeling a little bit panicked because they're just like, oh, my God, like, I love this thing we're doing together. But like the kids being involved makes things a little bit trickier because, of course, there's a lot of resentment um, coming out of their divorce when they announced it to the kids, especially with Deja, because she was um, she was relieved. But she it turned into ugly things. Anywho, uh, they're. <laughs> They're picking up their clothes. They're trying to find this, trying to find shoes. Everything is everywhere. Um, and Josiah, for some lucky reason, manages to just, just escape before Deja walks in and be like, what are, you, what are you doing here, mom? And um, mama is just out there pretending like she's looking for something. She's like, mm, mm, mm. Where, where, where did I put it? That receipt. Where did I put it? My shoe. Yeah. My panties. Um, And... She, Deja, of course, is like, okay, this is weird. Um, anyway, we were thinking, like, can we go to the movies? She's like, yeah, it's your birthday. You can do whatever you want. And Deja does something really sweet. She thanks yes. her mom again for having the cake just and the party in general. Yeah. Like, she loved it. And I thought that was a very sweet moment um, that they had. But the coast is clear. <laughs> but then Josiah. So Josiah texts her immediately and is like, did did you make it like are we good he's like yeah like by like a literal what is it like a hair on our chin or something like we just made it and there she's like Yasmin's like I want to do this again he's like I do too but we gotta talk about it first and she's like okay that's fine and then he says by the way I have your panties (laughs) that was (laughs) that was hot (laughs) yeah I'm Paris Hilton yeah that's hot that's hot <laughs> it was i i uh, to be honest if i could scream that night <laughs> i would have <laughs> but it was very late when i read that shit <laughs> i didn't want to alarm anybody but that was cute that was really cute and yeah that concludes our chapter 34 so we jump into 35 and we you know I'm so happy like we've come so far for Josiah where he's calling emergency sessions with his therapist and he's like Dr. Musa I need to see you ASAP no Rocky um and Dr. Musa's like I feel like Dr. Musa just loves to hear this man's story like he's as enthralled as we are low-key and he's like that and also just like damn like someone came here the first time and was against therapy and I look at you you need me yeah exactly times like this (laughs) <laughs> so then she he's in there he's like i need to talk to you like i did something bad and he's like what did you what did you do and he's like well i slept with my ex um but at this point it's not even the first time yeah it's the second time but he's telling him for the first time and he's like okay well how does it make you feel and he's like, I don't need the the feelings wheel. And then he thinks about it. He's like, okay, just give me the wheel. He said, damn it, give me the give me the damn wheel. Um, I don't remember exactly what his feelings were. It was like confused, scared, frustrated, guilty, hopeful, excited. Like yeah, it's a it's a mixture of all kinds of feelings. Yeah, essentially, like. He, but Dr. Mises asking him like, what's going on? Like, are you not attracted to? Like, why do you feel better? You're not attracted. He's like, 
I am attracted to her. I've always attracted her. I've been attracted to her even when I wasn't supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I was attracted to her even when my body didn't respond to that. And he essentially tells us like a call back to the chapter that was a flashback of them fighting the night of the divorce where he felt his brain like reacting to what Yasmin was doing, but he felt his body was not. And Dr. Musa brings up this term called grief-induced impotence. Mm-hmm. And I guess you'll say, like, a lot of men, they feel a way when their wee-wees don't work the way they're supposed to. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> it's a penis. Okay, we're grown. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, so he's like, yeah, my John's not work was not working the way it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also, the older I get, the more I, like, I think we're taught as women or as people that men are always on it. Like, like, and I do think that to a certain extent, like a fly could go by and, and their penis will ride. Yeah. But the older I getting like grief induced impotence is not something I would have ever thought of, but it makes mm-hmm. sense. But again, I think it's just because we, we are told to view men as these like insatiable creatures. They run who, wild. With no yeah, exactly. Which a lot of y'all are. <laughs> I'm here to tell, I'm here to support the men's today yeah just for this small itty bitty moment outside of that though i am out um so now my my sympathy is gone but he's understanding he's learning he's like yeah this happened he's like at this point i think we just gotta put down rules like i want to do it again like i'm gonna talk to her and it'll be fine it'll be fine yeah they definitely want to and i wholeheartedly agree with all the discussion that Dr. Musa had with Josiah. I think they need to start managing expectations because he wants her, um, I think even like he's probably creating this idea of like, oh my God, like, you know, she hurt me really bad. I'm just like, where, if we continue like this, where is it going to lead us? Like, is it going to be worse than what we are right now? And so I think setting up ground rules makes a lot of sense for the relationship. Like every other relationship you have, even though they know each other deeply, I still think um, it was a great idea for them to bring that up. That therapy is really working, honestly. It really is. I'm proud of you, um, Josiah. It only took two years. <laughs> That's why I said my my. But it's not the journey to destination. No, my pride is is fleeting because, like, men should not have to. We I find with men you have to go to through extreme hoops mm-hmm. to have them act right, and it's like this should not have to be the case. But we move. Yeah. So then we move to chapter thirty six, and my homegirl uh yes is with her friends but she texting her mans and she giggling oh my god i know what that looks like (laughs) so her girls (laughs) her girls are looking at her like who you texting Mm -hmm. like is it mr congress guy and she's like no that's that's done Mm -hmm. and they essentially steal her phone and find out that she's like you know she bumping uglies with her ex and they're like oh it makes sense though he fine um and she's like we didn't want anybody to know like the Mm -hmm. rules that we had laid out was like nobody should know Mm -hmm. and this and he essentially had told her this would not be anything else like they are just going to have sex there's no reconciliation at the end of this if somebody wants to get with somebody else they just have to let them know just like lies you tell yourself to make yourself feel better yeah um crazy (laughs) Um, the Delulu, is it, will it be true Lulu? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I hate the internet. Why do we speak like that? <laughs> we make no sense. Um, and so that's the gist of, uh, that particular chapter. Ah. 
I have or, a quote. Okay. <laughs> I have a quote. <laughs> and there's more to that chapter. So they're asking her and they're like, well, is that what you want or is that what he said? Yes. And she's like confused because she's like, I high key want to be like exclusive with him. Like I, I want that. Like, and, um, and then they're asking, well, you guys have that clause about if you meet somebody else, do you think he would be sleeping with somebody else? Do you think he is sleeping with somebody else? And now she's not too sure. You know, it, it is not hard for your friends to put doubt in your head about a man. I think, um, you know, those are ver- those, especially because they're coming mostly from Hendrix. And I think those are very valid questions. Like, how do you know he's not with other people? Well, I know he's not. But like, how do you he did he did say a couple of times, well, you know, like, I don't trust you. Whatever. And because you hurt me so bad, like. I don't know if I can do this she again. She can find the trust again. Let, let's be honest. It's buried deep inside her just, walls. This okay? man just realized what a doctor is the other day. A therapist. He knew what a doctor was. Um, And so, I don't know. Like, he seems... We'll get into the chapter deeper, but... Uh, I, I, I feel like sometimes when he speaks like, well, you know, I, I don't trust her and, and what she's done to me. I was like, boo-hoo, grow up. <laughs> sometimes I felt like that. But we can dive into that when we get to that specific chapter. But I'm glad that they're putting all these thoughts in her head because I felt that maybe she can get carried away. I know y'all love each other, but you also have deep-rooted issues that will be addressed eventually. You know, the sex is not going to solve it. Um, I know y'all bodies want each other, but... You also have personality and character development that really needs to be looked at before we can get a whole holistic relationship. And that's just my opinion. And those are addressed specifically in this quote right here. <laughs> About what? So after Hendrix asked her all those questions that Hannah loves so much. I do. Um, she starts to say, did I ever really get over Josiah? Um, down on his knees, said fire to caution, asked me to marry him push aside his reserve to hop on a shopping cart and laugh with me because you know they had that one thanksgiving where they yeah. were broke um and then the one who rubbed my feet when i was pregnant held my hand through labor and matched his breath to, to mine as i gave birth to our children and this this is when i was like right here where i'm about to begin stay with me children when he's when she said no i probably never got over that man but i fall in love all over again with josiah who shepherds our children through hard times, also checking their hearts to make sure they're okay. I'm in love with the man who, despite his misgivings, ventured into therapy for our son, but then learned to use it to heal himself. I'm enamored with the passion that burns even brighter between us than it did before. When we make love, the past and present collide in a scorching intimacy that consumes us. The man he was, the man he is, and the way he'll mature and evolve as the years go on. I'm in love with every version of Josiah I've ever known. And I'm certain the man he'll become will also hold my heart. Aww. That, <laughs> that sums it all up for me, y'all. I love this book. <laughs> Like, that was very i i highlighted bits uh of pieces of what she said there um in my notes and i thought that was very sweet absolutely sweet i think obviously their soulmates their soul ties are always going to be together um and a lot has improved in recent years because she also went ahead and did her own work on herself and stuff he just had a little recent um realization that he probably needed to unpack a lot of his childhood trauma especially the death of his parents which is awful absolutely awful i don't know how somebody can move on from that but like again 
um, everybody's different. Um, and he's grown. And yes, she does. He does. He's a leader. Okay. I know the girls on TikTok or on Twitter say this a lot, but there are some men who lead, but they lead with, um, like I can, I can accept you to be a leader because I know you're doing it without any malice or any way or to like, um, show your dominance over other people. I think for me, Josiah has that type of attitude. Um, and I think it's also a testament of how, um, bird auntie bird raised him as well mm-hmm. um but that was cute that was cute whatever okay so anyway so it was so romantic and i think it is so like is laughing because she's talking about cute whatever i'm like no no this is not cute i know it's because also because <laughs> i know this book was written by a woman and i think i have to come back Let to and i have to pretend. come and it's okay and it's okay <laughs> i i think as women women who who crave romantic love who want to have men because we're we're unfortunately straight who want to have men fathers partners who can behave this way stuff like this really does like move you it really does and i understand and i completely understand obviously it's a rarity there's not men not behave like this you don't see them in their households like this at all um (laughs) and that's why i'm smiling because i'm just like because you reminded me it was written by a woman so I said, yeah, you're right. Well, anyway, so the rest of us who are still Delulu about this, it is just so beautiful because I think in the past their issue is that they were angry and in love with this person that they they felt they had known and didn't consider how the that person that they knew and loved could change because of the stuff that's happened to them. They'd accepted to love the person in the past, but I think now with therapy and growth and healing, they're both and we'll hear from josiah too don't worry y'all i got the page number for that one um they're both willing to love this new person who's gone through these traumas who's rebuilt themselves who's a different person and i i think that's just a testament to their love like oh my god i love it so much but yeah that's just what i feel about the whole thing oh and there's also details we should not forget hen's mother is deep in her dementia and she might have to put her in a in a home these are important things we should mention and yeah some and of dad thinks edward's having an affair which you know that one is girl yeah i think he has like a, an assistant named amber who is i don't know been helping out of stuff and she's just like yeah that man is um that man's on to something <laughs> um and so i guess because it's been a while since the girls have come together to have an, a life update because they're adults um so i guess this whole chapter is really focused on the what's going on in everyone's life i think that's all that one really hurt me but she doesn't seem very was she like she didn't break down and start crying in front of her friends or anything i think it's more of like she's coming to terms that this man here that i'm married to is a little bit off in the head we all knew that so dad let me tell you, the moment you talked about edward we already knew he was an awful man um but yeah, and now that you told me that they're making a book of Soledad, this is, and their and her relationship with Edward and their whole family, it'll be very interesting to see how that pans out as well. I don't know when the book's coming out next. I year. don't think she loves that man. She, well, she's there as a, a trophy white in some respects, to yeah. be honest. Because when she mentioned that, she didn't. I didn't feel like she was absolutely upset. It's more of like, yeah, this is the reality of he's having an affair, y'all. And like Lupe wants to do this instead. <laughs> it's just like, okay, are you happy? Are you sad? Let's give her the feelings wheel, y'all. Uh, just pick <laughs> one. What is it? Um, but yeah. 
So yikes. Yikes to them. Anyway, so then we fast forward to the next chapter, and I guess the school's having like an open, what I imagine is like the beginning of the, well, I guess it's the end of the school year. I don't know. Yeah, they invite all the parents in yeah. and say, you guys, look what your donations have done for the rich private school. And look at the kids. Look how talented they are. I didn't go to a school that did this, so I don't know. Oh. But yeah, they invite your parents <laughs> over, and you know, they just, parents don't like to do it. But like, if you come from those schools where, it's, where you're basically being, trained to go to an ivy league school to you know marry into a rich family or whatever these are some of like different things they do at the schools to maintain that status it's very weird so anyways while that's going on my homegirl yasmin is having you know listen this song wet dreams by j cole could be playing is essentially what's happening here <laughs> and um at the same time like he can read her mind her partner in crime her husband is touching up on her while we're trying to talk about the budget and her her head is in the clouds even after that he like pulls her to the once they've cleared and like people have gone to go talk to teachers i believe and left to go home don't you skip a very important part of this chapter because as they're sitting there watching this presentation happen i see just touching Sire, up on her you said this once the parents are all done no no i said before that while they were reading about the budgets what were they doing? He put his hand in her jeans. You didn't say that. I say <laughs> he, he, said was he was touching, touching up, up on, on her. her. That could mean holding my shoulder, holding my hand. Sorry. He honey, put ahead. a jacket over her lap and started doing the magic. He's DJ session. Of, he's, he's, he's doing a little DJ session. And, and he said to her, I'd love everyone to hear how you sound when you scream my name. I Why didn't, I didn't would you that. say that, Josiah? <laughs> In front of all these parents, Wait, I'm surprised. Let me mark it. You see how sick she is for someone who read who read these couple chapters. I skipped to that because I said, "Why would you?" Sometimes say that? your eyes just glaze. Not glaze. <laughs> no, I highlighted that and said, "Why would you?" Now, say why that? would you highlight that? No, because I thought I was crazy. Because you're, you know, have you been in an auditorium before? They're I know. I thought. I think that's why. Because I thought it was like, crazy, like sardines. Okay, and so that was crazy. The thing is that he was being a little tease. Let me find the page. <laughs> he was being a little tease because oh, it's right on the first he did not page. even like finish the job. It's more of like the the whole presentation was done and everyone started clapping. So he takes the jacket off and she's just like, nah, 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 I'm hungry for more. And that's when we come to what Odile was about to describe, which is them going to the back where all the Before props that, and costumes while he's, are. While he's doing what Han is talking about, he's crazy. Like he's actually so crazy because... <laughs> <laughs> she stops him and he says are you telling me no king there's fifty thousand people around that's us that's the thing and then she's like i'm telling you not now and then he says the whole i'd love everyone to hear how you yeah. sound when you scream out. that is mad that is absolutely <laughs> yeah so mad. crazy guys <laughs> um and so, so thank crazy. god thank uh-huh. god the presentation was over because i didn't want to see these grown people do what they were about to do catch a felony for, yeah, for <laughs> sure. oh my, especially a school with little kids yeah 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 you're never gonna see your own kids if you get caught but then they go to the back once everything is done like he almost like I think he grabs her and is just like, no, we got to finish this thing now. And today. they also, the both of them on several occasions also mentioned that like the sex they have now is better than anything they've done yeah. within their marriage, before their marriage. They just feel freer. Mm-hmm. You know, look what therapy can do, y'all. <laughs> Listen. 
I know every time we keep mentioning therapy, I'm just like, all this could have been solved earlier on, but there wouldn't be a book for Ryan Kennedy, Kennedy Ryan to, <laughs> Kennedy Ryan to write. So I don't know why I always feel like the Ryan should come first, but that's just me. I think Kennedy is very weird to have as a first name. Why would you say like, that? Because it always feels like a last name. No, not for you. I don't know that many Kennedy's last or first name. I know a lot of Kennedy's last name. I know JFK. <laughs> wow, you got it, girl. <laughs> I've known. I've just known. Kennedy I know to be like Jackie last Kennedy. Name. Oh, you got it, girl again. <laughs> okay. Anyway, he takes her to the back where all the props and all the costumes are, and you know they finish what they came for. We, like I say, he is a giver. Okay. <laughs> This is a big thing for you, girl. <laughs> no, this is a big, this is a big topic for you. This whole giver, 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 giver. Yeah, because it's important. Yes, I, as I agree women with you. in the heterosexual um, scope of sex and sexual sexuality, the orgasm gap is very, very large. Yes, it is. And you earlier acknowledged this book is written by a woman. For me, that is the biggest sign that this book is written yeah. by a woman. The fact that he never receives. Be for real. If no. this was written by 50 Cent or something on power, it would be <laughs> blowjobs after another. It's true. The, yeah, and, and I think he mentions even in, even when she tries yeah, in to, this same chapter, to provide, he he's says, just like, you don't, you don't have, have to. to. You don't I don't want to kiss you. Yeah, and he's like, kiss me. me. Okay, he pulls her up the steps, they go backstage, and um, they get into it, okay? Kissing on the neck, kissing on the cheek, hands down the pockets, pockets down the hands. Hands in the coochie, fingers <laughs> in the coochie. <laughs> Wait, did someone say dick in the grits at some point? Huh? <laughs> How did I make that shit up? What? <laughs> Find me the page number. I may no, Until you're so sick. Find me the page number. I need to know the context of that. I think it's Kevin Hart's take in the grits. Kevin Hart's stand up. It was playing on repeat on my TikTok the other day. What is going on? So funny. I said, "Why would he? Why would you say that?" Anyway, um, and they have an honest conversation about what Hendrix brought up to uh Yasmin during their little girl catch up, which is like. She went ahead and just asked him, like, straight up, are you seeing anybody? Side note, y'all, chapter 38 is also a steamy one. I'm rereading some of the words right now. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, my God. Anyway, so she asked, like, okay, like, are you seeing anybody else? Have you found anybody else? Um, and, of course, it, it throws it throws um, Josiah into a little loop because, like, he's not expecting her to ask that because, truthfully speaking, they seem like they're exclusive, in my opinion. But, of course, like, just asking because she just wants to cover that doubt that Hendrix may have plotted in her mind. And he says, well, I don't want to see anybody else, yes. Like, you know, you and me, like, this is what it is. We're exclusive. And I thought that was a very good reassurance for her. Um, and I think they move on from here just being like, Let's just let's just continue the way things are. I'm loving the lovemaking. I'm loving the connection. I'm I'm loving that everything is better now. I don't know if this chapter or maybe the next couple ones that come up where they have a lot of steamy scenes together. I think we're almost done actually. I like the fact that I don't know when it was, but when he references her body 
like it's the next chapter it's the next chapter okay then girls be going away okay now. um but like even when she he because she's trying to ask the question without asking yeah um like there's a moment where because she's stumbling on her word she's he says have you found someone else yeah and she, Candy Ryan writes, his expression darkens. Brown was dipping into a deeper V. Like, just the thought of her possibly being out here again, it, I know it would have made him want to fall off a cliff. And that's how I like men. You know? Feral. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So, chapter 40, 39. Yeah. So, um, we, we joined them in the sanctimony of a... Of a of a used to be marriage bed we stop saying used to be they are married yes they're in their in marriage, my head in their marriage bed right yes you know their marriage bed when you're caught up next to somebody who you love your breast your breast is my breakfast <laughs> you need to stop referencing that is a jay line as well and i like, apologize <laughs> <laughs> it only hit me oh my god i can't believe beyonce is married to that man okay I, sorry i'm so sorry do i not mean to trigger you and i just want to be clear i enjoy some of the jay-z songs i enjoy his artistry i you know think he makes pretty babies with beyonce do i respect him as a man not that really do i want to think of him in that aspect no and do i think we should possibly reopen a case for a grooming charge i know grooming's not a crime technically but it is my books yes i think sean carter needs to be up against the lights but anyways okay so back to josiah real man um (laughs) he's not even real she said josiah (laughs) then she said real man a fictional character that was that was conjured by our favorite girl in the world candy ryan okay so anyways so what's about they're in their marital bed so the kids you know kasim has gone to jamal's yes and deja's gone to lupe so soledad's house yep so they had spent like friday together and this was beautiful because they weren't just out here hunching y'all um first hunch count of the episode <laughs> they had decided they like the way he describes is lovely he's like i miss this like i miss waking up next to my wife I miss the fact that we got home, we made dinner together. Yeah. We had a beautiful conversation and we got to take our time. It wasn't rushed. Nothing yeah. about the evening was rushed. And because I also love the little things. I, I feel like that like when he says, I love just watching her do her skincare routine. Yeah, that was, was too. Like, her little night routine. How do I take this routine? man out of the page just and drop him in my life? Um well, yeah. But anyways. Yeah, so he he is going back. It's better. It's bigger. It's better. It says, Beyonce. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, everything about their reconnection is is delicious and juicy. Um, and, of course, that shows not just in his emotions towards her, but also his physical being. Because he got his steel a little bit hard as he was laying in bed with her. Yeah, he rubbed it on her back as men do, and he and she said, "Ooh," and he he muttered something in her ears. What did he mutter? Huh? I don't know. Good morning. No, what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> did we both catch it at the same time? I already caught it. Okay, let's just move on. Um, and chapter thirty-eight, y'all. <laughs> well, this is thirty-nine. Oh. <laughs> 
I'm going to tell oh you guys God, something. There's a lot of... Odilia's merging of all the steamy scenes <laughs> is funny. I don't think she knows where she is right now. <laughs> now, don't Adela's say that. Odilia's in Skyland, Atlanta <laughs> right now. I am. She's not here in Toronto No, no. Okay. No problem. It's okay. Um, <laughs> And they do... Uh, okay. But this one is so... So, so this like, is my favorite one. Sensual. This one... Candy Ryan, Candy Ryan, <clears throat> girl, the you woman that. that you are, the woman that you are. Like, I love black women. I really do. Black women, <laughs> <laughs> because they, she has given us every type of steamy scene that I envision for myself. Every single one. Every single one. Yourself. No, really, every single one. And this one for me really does take the takes it all just because of how it's like a settled one. It's it's more I'm gonna say quote unquote mature, but and that's not the right familiar. word. Yes, it does. Like this whole of them cooking together, yeah. watching the night her do her little skincare, watching her maybe even pack up a few things and that and his smiling and I think like in his head is just like wow, like this it is my feels life. so good to be back home oh. with this woman and our kids are okay they're fine they're healthy they're happy um but anyway let's get into it um obviously it's morning time and everybody loves a little morning coffee okay a little pick me up a li- exactly a little delight <laughs> um and he just loves her face loves her body um and i feel like for me the one that I mostly talk about, the one that I highlighted the most here is uh, when she, when he was talking about just her, just how she looks. This is a woman who gave birth to my children. I've love hated that scene. You did? Because Why? he's looking at her admirably, right? Yes. And um, she says, don't look too close. The morning light is harsh. Yeah. And he's like, you're as beautiful as you've always been. But then she okay. has to ruin and say, you do see the lumps and stretch marks, right? Yeah. Huh? Like I literally wrote down, must we ruin a good time with insecurities? Odilia, <laughs> okay. Like... I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm gonna stop you. But isn't this something that a lot of us women That's do? fine, but like can we pretend? No, we cannot. <laughs> Plus you've already described this woman to me as so beautiful and so like But they all have insecurities. Ethereal and like and you know, it's fine though. I forgave her after because what the hell? Why? Why does she need forgiveness? <laughs> she said what she said. That's fine. But what I'm saying is, it was so quick because he he obviously is so quick to reassure her constantly. Yeah, and he does that, which I'm trying. I'm sure is what you're about to say. Yes, because he does reassure and say, "I know, like you gave me the greatest gift in the world, which is and it's, my it's children. not just that. Like he's and very specific about it. Exactly. He does mention, you know, Deja." Kasim and he mentions Henry. Yeah, he kissed. Sorry, y'all. Like I said, I reread it. So he like of kisses course. the stretch marks on her hips for Kasim. No, for Deja. Yeah, and the fluff on her belly button yes. for Kasim, and then and the C section scar, scar for from Henry. Henry. And I think that was yeah. that and was, I was like, beautiful. Oh. That was beautiful. He said, "This body gave you my children, and it will always be beautiful to me." And I think honestly, that just summed up that entire like. Like it, it summed up what where they are in terms of like their 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 headspace when it comes to each other at the moment, and I just thought that was so beautifully weaved into the whole 
scene and i that's when i was i was floating i was like this is this is cute this is this is gonna work my my people are gonna make it maybe they will make it yes yes they will make it <laughs> wow you're going through a lot huh? um, but of course there's always something lurking in the dark wait before we even go there um on page 32 they start talking about page 332 they start talking about um the fact that he has to go to charlotte stop yeah. laughing no because we're in different i think because every like version has oh, different chapters. Okay, also, okay. it's easier to reference my chapters i was like what 32 what page is this <laughs> right when he's like oh i gotta go to charlotte right she's like, Can right you come with me he's like she's like no like obviously i gotta take care of the kids i got and um he's like he mentions quickly like i'm sure vashti would love to go soon to get like situated in the kitchen over there mm -hmm. and he like quickly sees like a flash in um her eyes of like just discomfort yeah and he's like just tell me what is it what is it like what and um he's she's like i just i just don't like me to think about you guys in a romantic aspect that was very awkward to bring up but honestly go on. and then he was like okay well do you have any questions like i'll answer any question about it at this point we remember they've chosen to be exclusive mm -hmm. and um he she says like did you love her or did you love her and he's shocked for some reason he thought she was gonna ask like did you enjoy sex with her yeah like, i think he's just shocked that she would care because a piece of josiah just doesn't want to believe that this woman like loves him because as you mentioned he's thinking of that night when she said i don't love you anymore mm -hmm. and then he's like no i didn't and she says could you have loved her i mean and he never really answers they don't really have the time to answer because yeah so they don't have the time to answer because mom <laughs> okay so now i'll interrupt her for the second time round comes in and her name is deja by the way Deja, the newly 14-year-old girl. So Deja <laughs> comes, <laughs> comes up the, the hallway. Um, and the reason why she's there is because, y'all, Lupe got sick or something, and yeah. she just walked home, which, I okay, great, whatever. Um, and this time around, <sighs> there was not enough time. There was not enough time, y'all. And they left the bedroom door open. That's how careless they were. Because they didn't think their kids were going to come home. Yeah, and you know what? That's how they catch murderers, too. Because murderers get careless, yeah. serial killers, and they start leaving traps. Yes. Um. So Deja, unfortunately, catches her mom and her father. Not in the bed together, but like she has her, uh, Yasmin has her blanket, the, the I guess like the, the bed sheet sheets covered around her and then just like all the pants like and whatever. Neck. And she's just like, <laughs> I know that ain't who I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she's shocked. <laughs> and <laughs> imagining Deja just walking. This would be my I'm nightmare. Like, I can't I'm lie. I like, see her face because I'm just like, damn, like that would, she that would naturally upset reasons. me. I will that would truly that upset me. Um, so she's standing there, and now Josiah is speaking and being like, "Um, you guys, oh my god!" And so she, um, I think Josiah tells her, "Can you just go wait? Just go downstairs. And um, she wants come to talk to with, you." But he's like, "Go no, downstairs. no, no, go downstairs. <laughs> let's let's finish up here." <laughs> Help me he just want to tie his belt, man. He just want to tie his belt, y'all. I'm, I'm joking. Um, and Yaz, of course, Yasmin is completely, completely distraught because her daughter, who doesn't really is not really fond of her, has caught her and uh 
the husband together. And I think it's confusing because she knows that Deja has this fondness for her father more. So you can just imagine like what's going through her head. Like, Oh my God, like, Oh my God, I cannot believe this. And they also agreed that they were not going to tell their kids about their newfound. Can I just say something? Relationship in like maybe four to three chapters. Yes. Let's not tell anybody. Yeah. In that time, her friends have found out. Yes. Dr. Musa has found out. Well, Deja has found love. out. Like, huh? You cannot hide love. It's Y'all always going to be on your face. I mean, I wish they just told them early. Like, I was just saying I wouldn't say anything either. I'm like, yo. Honestly, I may have gaslit Deja. I'm like, I don't know what you've seen here. <laughs> it's a mirage. Um, so, of course, Josiah tries to calm Yasmin down. Like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Like, it's fine. It's fine. It's she's fine. like, no, it's not fine. She hates me already. And he's like, no, like, we'll, we'll sort it out. So, Yasmin gets ready while um, Josiah goes downstairs and offers to uh, make some breakfast because, you Pancakes know. Pancakes with blueberries. Exactly. Um, And so, he's just like, why are you here, girl? <laughs> and she explains the whole, like, Lupe got sick and she walked home. And they're like, okay, cool. And so... They so he's just like okay let me uh I guess I could just dive into the conversation and be like okay so first of all we grown <laughs> does he say that that we grown Those he grown starts and business? he's like we we never wanted you to find out about this or at least find out about it this way and um I'm only trying to I don't and she says some other stuff but essentially she tries to like get snappy with him and yeah. she's like why and he's like first of all i don't have to tell you yeah this what is we grown do folks together. business yeah but i'm just trying to tell you and be open with you so that you're not confused yeah and that's when she gets into like why would you even so are y'all gonna get remarried he's like i don't know and she's like why would you even want to give can i be honest guys i'm really upset with deja in this moment but why would you even want to get with her again after everything she's done to you after everything it's all her fault and um oh she says she doesn't deserve you imagine that's mad about your mom and the moment she says that of course yasmin walks in on that particular line and she gasps because she cannot believe what came out of her daughter's mouth i'm so 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 sorry i'm so sorry I want so bad to have sympathy for this child, but it's so fleeting because I feel like, is this what happens when you've portrayed a healthy relationship and then it comes crashing down? Like people can't act normal. Perhaps some of us have been in tougher situations. That's probably why I'm lacking the perspective of her because I feel like, for instance, had Lupe said this about her dad, I would have been like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, yep, yep absolutely mm-hmm. i don't after reading the book and again this might be because i'm 25 years old i understand how mental health looks and my frontal cortex is developed but i just don't understand why, why there's this, so much vim and, yeah animosity towards her mother who was suffering i think and even better why do you want you saw your mother suffering you keep saying you see her one i know you lack the empathy for because you portrayed her as this weak person i partially blame your father for that that's what i was, I was just about and to two you you rather ha- you talk about your mom and dad fighting all the time would you have rather it stayed in a situation where they fought constantly than to be apart and civil you know divorce kids don't see it like that and i've <laughs> and you you spoke to divorce kids you know how they behave about my pa- okay 
you know, special. But what I really want to, what I really want to emphasize on is like, Josiah plays a huge role in how Deja treats her mother because even in the earlier chapters when they went fishing and stuff, and he talked to, oh, you're being dramatic, you're being overly sensitive over Deja. No, Yasmin's telling you this child here, the way she talks to me, I promise you, she doesn't. And she's like been you. rude for two years. Exactly. So you let it built up until this point. And I understand you guys took them out of grief counseling or whatever. But, like, even still, I just don't get it. I just feel like, and I know I bring this quote up every time we read. It's just really shocking to me because I don't, as someone who is a daughter (laughs) and has friends who are other women who are daughters, I've never really seen, unless, like, that mother deserved it. I've never seen a daughter have that animosity towards yeah towards the mom. Hers is a very extreme form. Like it I just don't get it. Like someone has to be whispering in your ear telling you that your mom is the devil or yeah. something. Because that's like, what it feels like. It just feels so harsh. Like I just don't think Yasmin has done anything that has warranted this response. Yeah. And I don't know. And I, I I just feel like at 13 and 14, I'm not expecting you to know the world, even though she tries to act like that in the next chapter. Yeah. And this is how I'm not ready to have kids because they are calm. Yasmin is calm. Yeah, I, I cannot take that from you. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I, I would have been like, you. you little, you little rascal. <laughs> I'm oh, you like, I know your ass is not talking about me and my mental health. Like, I would have yeah. been. It's, She's and young. It's just so strange because Kasim understands and she doesn't. I think that's what's like shocking to me. It's like, I think, you know, it's difficult because I am not a psychologist. So I don't really understand how a, a child psychologist. I don't really understand how kids at that age develop and think about the world. I can only project what I think as now a 26 year old person um looking at someone like that a fictional character moreover but like i'm pretty sure this can be Obviously, very yeah. realistic in in any in every way possible like girl are you innately that way like do we have a problem here like are we <laughs> and scared that's the thing, are we scared of you as much blame as i put on josiah like he we've seen instances where he tries to stop her like he's constant like at least on two different inst- instances has said you don't understand what it's like to lose a child yeah. in that way. Yeah. You and I will never understand what that pain is. So you don't have an you don't you have, have the right say to say anything, anything about how she dealt with anything. Yeah, absolutely. And she tried her very best. She tried and I and you know, I've said this when we were reading um Seven Days in June. It is very sad when children have to see their parents go through chronic illnesses. But oftentimes there is a sense of like, you know, forgiveness there that i just most kids want to forgive their parents i just don't understand why deja is so reluctant to it and i feel like in the two years past like all of this is a two-year span fine but like Mm -hmm. from the divorce two years i feel like she yasmin has shown remorse yasmin tried to be a good mom yasmin like She's even saying, even in her deepest depression, she got up and was picking y'all up from school. Yeah, and she she was trying the best that she could with the circumstances that she had. And she was trying to mend all the relationships that, you know, were unfortunately somehow destroyed or broken from just her going through um, dwindling depression. But again, I'm not a child therapist. I couldn't tell you what's going on in that little girl's head. 
all I know is like this is what I'm seeing. And I'm just like this ain't right, girl. Like honestly, you'll be punished for this. <laughs> that or, I'm not gonna punish you, but we're gonna that. have a screaming match. Like I'm so sorry. I'd be like, like I said at the beginning, what she should have said is, why do you hate me? Yeah, why do you hate me? But bro? you know, also like I think even in the very beginning when when first introduced to Deja and they were in the car and she's driving them to um Grits, um her Yasmin said that her mom said like, listen, see, this is a daughter of yours. Yeah. <laughs> I remember with times like that. So I'm thinking to myself, is this just like a this stage that you're passing? Because Mama Carol doesn't, and and Yasmin don't seem to have, well, we don't know them. We know them now as how old they are. But like, I just don't know. Like, is I this just a, a phase? Girl, you, I don't believe. Can you walk it off? And a lot of moms will say that. My mom said that. Like, <laughs> I don't believe that this is, Yasmin, whatever she's done in her life is worth this karmic output. Mm. just saying but at the same time like i don't know like and and so that leads us in chapter 39 which now switches perspective um to yasmin and she's like because and deja says some really mean things she, she says does. you wanted us to believe you wanted everybody to believe it was his fault yeah huh yeah. oh i'm gonna tell the audience right now when you do read this book Every time she talks about she, it's like a heavy emphasis on like yeah. she did it. it yeah, you who did it. I'm just like, okay, girl. Because she said she pipe wanted down. a divorce. Yeah, pipe down. You know, there's some kids begging their parents to get divorced. Girl, <laughs> like please. But like, I don't know what's wrong with these damn divorced kids. <laughs> get over it. I'm sorry. Your parents are happier, aren't you? Like, I don't understand. It's worse when they're together. It's way worse. And you, and then you bring up scenarios where you know it was bad because she brought up the whole like, i heard you guys arguing in the garage and so I, you, you would know, I heard. prefer so you that know. exactly like you've answered your own the question your family is ruining my people <laughs> okay the nuclear family is ruining my people one deja at a time yeah. and i just it was that and then she also said like at one point he's like it was not her fault and he she said bullshit oh yeah she mad <laughs> No, she she wasn't raised in the same household I was. I don't even care that she cursed. How is it that I can tell you something and you're telling me bullshit? Are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm I'm genuinely telling you how I feel and what I went through. And you and this girl said bullshit. Are you funny. dumb? That's funny. No, you're dumb. Like because what are you talking no, about? That, that has to be bullshit? funny. That's that's funny. <laughs> that's not funny. I'd be like, nah, man. Like no, it's funny because I'm uncomfortable. Because <laughs> I'll think to myself, oh, you're sick. You really are sick um immediately after her if if i was yes like, and she girl, talked to me that way the way i'm calling a child therapist immediately like if there's no i'm no, never gonna have squabbling. a conversation with you we're squabbling you're gonna squabble a 14 year old girl I'm squabbling that's not walmart I'm squabbling um, but like i said i know i'm not ready for a kid absolutely yet. not because the fact that you not gonna lie to you last night when i came to your room and we had a little chatter about the last uh chapter i did say that some people need to be <laughs> How does it bring back corporal punishment? <laughs> Not corporal, just bring back what a do you punishment. Think whoopings are. Let me tell you what she needs to do. Put both your hands up and call the sky and the stars like this, <laughs> and then put one leg up. I'm gonna, you know how they did it in school, right? Just for just, yeah, you fail the test. Those military esque <laughs> punishments we received. Yes, you know maybe calling the sky will help her understand things like all that blood rushing down her arms into her. She feet. said bullshit, <laughs> and then he said watch it. And she said, I'm not a baby. You want me to pretend I am, pretend I don't curse, pretend I don't know what really happened between mm -hmm. you two. And then he asked her, what happened? She's like, 
she explains obviously bird died yeah. harry died and i fell down and could not figure out how to recover every decision from that season of my life made me through the lens of my depression if i could go back i would but i don't know what would change because this is who i was that's how i coped yeah all right and then she said we didn't cope and but she the thing is yasmin has said this on several occasions she said at thanksgiving the only thing that got me through was my children yeah she said at new year's she's i think she's been very open with her kids that like i'm going through something or i was going through something and i'm trying to build my life back together yeah like i feel like she's been more open than most of us ever received from our parents at that oh yeah age she especially. was very yasmin has done a great job oh being my God. very transparent receive the transparency yeah that deja i would be a much different human being i think i'll respect <laughs> my parents a little bit more like, and honestly, also it'll humanize them for me because yeah. i think that's important i think sometimes when when you're parenting kids they see you as like you're Your the parent, caretaker yeah. so therefore you're god exactly like they, and that's what she says actually i think yasmin said well parents something about parenthood it's not perfect something along she those said lines you actually end up making more yeah. mistakes when you become a parent and you try and figure a way like yeah. how can I remedy everything that went wrong? Because we're all gonna make mistakes. Like yeah. it's not there's no guide on how to exactly. do it properly. I mean, good <laughs> Um, so yeah, it was it was it was a difficult chapter to swallow, I must say. And Definitely then she wanna but... go back to a steamy scene. <laughs> Forget that. Now <laughs> I'm upset because I'm like no, it's the bullshit for me. Like, are you dumb? Like, I'm not talking to you for six days. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, we're not friends here, girl. Like, huh? Yeah. I really, I really <laughs> believe when they say we're not, we're not mates. Like, am I her mate? Yeah. I'm not yeah, your mate. Yeah. And then she, Yasmin again, like I said, she better than me. This is how I know I'm not prepared. Like, I need a couple more years of growing because she says, she's like, I, I know I made these mistakes. Parenthood is hard, but we've, as a family, as individuals, we've lost so much already. Like, I don't want to lose you too. Like, mm -hmm. so we could try and repair what we got or you can continue hating me. And she's mumbling, I don't hate you. Is this how you treat somebody you don't hate? <laughs> Let me ask you yeah, that question. Right. She did say I don't hate you. Um... <laughs> Can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have an honest conversation talking about like, let us try and do like, we already lost so much time already. Like, girl, <laughs> stop your fingers. Let's remember the past. It was awful. Let's try and find ways to proceed and be cordial and like, you know, reunite because I love you. I love you regardless. And <laughs> why do you mumble that part? I said regardless. I love you regardless. Um, and I want us to get along. And this is just like we can't be doing this to each other. We're losing each other. And I think like you know whatever they sort of come to some sort but of. But I will say, Yasmin, like she has it right because you as a parent have to love your child unconditionally. Your child does not have to love you unconditionally. So as upsetting as it is, <laughs> damn, if my child end up say, as a murderer, do I love you? <laughs> mm, I don't think about I it. I mean, my love got conditions too, but it's like the same ones, like murder. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, now I can't love a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But I understand what you mean. I understand what yeah, you mean. yeah. And she, she says, even if you hate, what she's saying, even if you hate me, like I will love you through your mistakes. Yeah, I will love you through. But at the end of the day, that is what loving someone is, right? Yeah. It's loving them through their flaws and all, like Beyonce said. Okay. We've mentioned Beyonce and her husband like 17 times today. I'm a train wreck in the morning. <laughs> I'm a bitch in the afternoon. Anyway, do you think Beyonce's read this book? Before I let go? 
She has sang a song before I let go. <laughs> Do you want me to get into that one? No. Okay. Um, but anyways, I think, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think Josiah has to step up here. But I think at the end of the day, Deja is rude, man. And I, she's and very rude. Yeah. I think she's rude because she's been allowed to be rude. As in her parents mm-hmm. have given her the space to freely express mm-hmm. herself. Some of us had to be rude quietly. Listen. <laughs> listen y'all you guys have never stomped upstairs before bang the door and go <laughs> and then walked out to go have dinner you've never done that before i can tell like, i can tell you, like listen you think i could say bullshit to my parents <laughs> never if i ever even muttered such words i would have been on the first flight back to the village immediately girl even stupid and and dumb um, this one time because you know like how you said are you dumb like you yeah know what I mean? it's very like part of the conversation you have with your friends yeah. there's one time i accidentally said oh my god are you dumb <laughs> i said <laughs> i said no 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 i no, saw no. her life <laughs> no i really did i said no because my dad did look at me weird i said i'm so sorry <laughs> i forgot where i, I was mean, I, <laughs> anyway like you literally like you're 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 apologizing in advance because you don't know what's going on listen we're anyway. talking about people who like we have african parents obviously people who you couldn't even say hi to yes you couldn't say yes yeah let alone bullshit oh Jehovah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, now i don't feel now i don't feel afraid of saying that but then <laughs> no 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 anyway so they talk about you know just trying to rebuild the relationship which i think they they should um, this is not how I wanted Deja to find out, but like I would have preferred she never found out. I, I, mm-hmm. I, ho- I just wish it was just cause I wish it was just Kasim, um, Yasmin, and Josiah who knew, and Deja was out of it. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I and that's girl. the thing because I'm struggling because I'm like, am I putting implications of like maturity that have like on this little black girl? But at the same time, I'm like, fam, you're testing me, and my. <laughs> You're testing me. <laughs> I just pray to God that she grows out of it. And I know, like, because we're starting to see the um, positive outcomes of going to therapy. And I know, like, in the future chapters, we do talk about, like, all the family therapy and stuff. Yeah. So maybe that can help her out a little bit to just really release whatever demon is is shaking her every day. Um, but I hope she grows out of that because, girl, you're 14. I At 16, I can't. At 16, you're going to be worse. At 19, honestly, just leave the house. I'm just going to say that she has some really good parents to the point where I fear when she gets into, and this is not like they've done her bad or made Mm -hmm. life too easy for her, but she has some really good parents to the point where I fear that when she gets into her own relationship, she's going to be shocked that that stuff is hard. Yeah. Like, and maybe she'll look back and yeah, always and, do this yeah. though. Like it's just part of the cycle. We'll always exactly. look back and say, yo, like I, I, I was think I have more mad. time. Yes. Yeah, I have more. I'm sorry, mom. Or like, I didn't understand then. Or like, yeah. I think that's the only thing that could keep you going. If my girl, if, if I'm telling you how I feel, you tell me bullshit. I'm just going to be like, Lord, let her grow up. I'm going to throw the DSM-5 mental health book at your head. LOL. And be like, read this. <laughs> <laughs> word for word, bar for bar. You hear me? And you come back and give me a summary. Um, okay, so we move on to chapter 41. Yeah, so it's a snow day in yes, Charlotte. Is. Snow day in the Atlanta context. I, I was about to say, I'm just like, okay. So that's, I mean, what do you mean? You have one li- little dust of snow and you, you close school. You don't understand, you guys. I have gone, t- I have attended classes when I couldn't even walk there. I couldn't. There's no space to walk. And they say, yep, yep, yep. Lecture is 9 a.m. You don't understand. So this is nothing. But I guess like, yay, no school, Kasim. 
so the kitties are home from school josiah is in charlotte and deja and yasmin are working on everything so they are just chilling i think they're watching reruns of something a different world is it a different i love a different mm-hmm. world that Me is too plot, fun fact that is my ultimate like black love couple Dwayne and whitley like Dwayne. literally like there's so many there's scenes. nobody there's the one that i love the most but i'm not gonna talk about it but I is just, it i love it when you no no no, no? Okay. it's this one where um whitley thinks it's the whole episode it's in the last season whitley thinks like Dwayne is like doesn't have time for her anymore mm-hmm. and she does like outrageous things like she wakes up early to brush her teeth and spray perfume to get his attention she even shows up to work in just to his the university in just like her fur coat and he's like get out of here yeah <laughs> so then when he comes home it happens to be snowing coincidentally and he's like i missed you baby and she's like you did mm-hmm. he's like yeah I was, I was thinking about you like how the way you always smell like strawberries in the morning even though you just woke up yeah <laughs> like obviously the lab track they're like we saw her do all this mm-hmm. and then um baby it's cold outside starts playing yeah and they're jumping on the bed and they're singing and i just love that it's just you know guys i love the simple moments i love it oh my god yeah but Dwayne and whitley are my they're my otp i love love it's it's that um university love that i was expecting to have (laughs) um and it never it never happened but it's cute it's cute (laughs) i i i I do too love Dwayne and and whitley yeah I love you, baby. Please die. Just die. <laughs> Iconic. R.P. Diane Carroll. Honestly, <laughs> I can't. A queen. I a know. queen mother. Um, I was going to think of another scene, but we can talk after the podcast. Because <laughs> one just popped up in my head. <laughs> when he tells her um, his feelings towards her. When she, Remember when she put these, like, it's someone's wedding. And they're all prepping around. And she put these, like, um tissue papers in her her bra just to make her boobs look bigger and he comes in and makes fun of her and he's talking about like yeah there's a girl that i'm really into right now i thought that scene was so so cute like the way he was like i'll send it to you time to rewatch um there's a lot of rewatching rereading how about we consume new information how about you let me be happy okay i'll let you be happy um anyway so yes it's a snow day they're rewatching a different world which is great um and i think it's a cute moment because they're all in her bed snowing barely snowing outside all in their all all in, in yasmin's bed and i think she's just taking in the moment that her two kids are right here next to her and her man is in charlotte and she misses him yeah and she's just like i want him to come home to complete this puzzle and i'm just it was just cute i love that we are moving you know what i mean this is this is the love that we have been craving and looking for in the podcast and lord <laughs> kennedy ryan you girl you did that <laughs> um I think for the most part of this chapter, there are important there, conversations. There are a lot of conversations that happen, especially between Deja and um, Yasmin, Yasmin, because I think Kasim falls asleep or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And the first thing that I noted down here is Deja actually talks about wanting to go to an HBCU, um, which is 
interesting because I think she's in what's her school called Har- Harrington or something yeah she says she lines. doesn't want to go to Harrington next year yeah we're all and them. neither this Lupe they don't like yeah. the idea of being white the only black kids in such white spaces yep yep she yep. understands like why her parents put her at school and Kasim says he likes it there but clearly he's excelling there in a way that benefits him and that's fine mm-hmm. but he doesn't she doesn't want to she just doesn't want to go there anymore and she she's like Lupe's talked to her mom about it so they gotta talk about that but then yeah Kasim falls asleep and then Deja says something very interesting that took me a second to get because okay. I was like huh she says my cousin is in town I'm gonna go change it in the bathroom yeah and I read it quickly and I was like what do you mean your cousin's in town obviously she means her period but I never heard that before yeah me too I always hear code red or like the red sea or just your period girl yeah, my menzies is here not your menzies I've never said really? that you don't hear my menzies I usually just say my periods here man um yeah but I've never heard my cousins in town I'm still why do we why do we do that because we don't want the men to know it's unfortunate but but period anyway I should just start saying the whole thing. My menstrual cycle has just <laughs> begun. I, I'm actually on day three. It's and a bloodbath. <laughs> and it really is. <laughs> Don't come near. <laughs> You're scared. You're shaking. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember in high school, we had to do, our school used to do this, um, like, packages for kids in El Salvador. No. Mm-hmm. What's that? Nicaragua. Because I always struggle to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. And obviously we were dealing with like nine to 13 age. So we had to put like pads for the girls. Mm-hmm. There was a guy in the class who was just, he, he didn't even want to hold it. Obviously they're clean pads. Like we're not putting bloodied up pads in here. And I was like, you are ridiculous. <laughs> this is clean. Is it really ignorance like that? Yes. You know what? I believe it. Because sometimes you weirdos go on TikTok and you show your partners for the first time how tampon works. Yeah. And those are shocked the on their face. They're like, what do you mean this happens? It's also a sign of our failure of our school system, our sex ed Sincerely. system. Because like when we were when we were old, all the girls were told to go to one room and all yeah. the boys were told to go. To yeah. room. What were y'all learning? Because I remember. Well, I know what I know what they told me. They told me to stay abstinent, or else I'm gonna get everything on this planet, yep. including yep. cancer. Like they said, don't do it, girl. Yeah, which is just a way to scare people from having sex because of pregnancy. La da 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 da. But like, really, that's not how our world works. And people are gonna have sex in, in my year, at least. Like I know they were. But if you told them about safe sex and consent and this and that, maybe, maybe you would have helped them. But instead, you scare them, and look what happened. <laughs> now we got a lot of uh, a lot of uh, a lot of adults who don't know under and even with google and the way it's so free 99 still people don't understand what's going on i mean what can we do we can't we can't save them all some don't of y'all just need to die she don't want to be forgotten. <laughs> sorry <laughs> um yeah so what Adil was saying that she know she doesn't want to go to um she wants to continue with the school that she's in right now and her and lupe sort of like said like yeah we want to we want to go where you y'all went you know what i mean because that's right, because Yasmin and Josiah went to HBCUs. One so he went to, to Morehouse, and yes. she went to I don't know what hers is called. Texas A and M. Um, let's think about it. <laughs> I'm actually not sure. Mm, I'm not so sure, but I know just I just know for sure they went to both of went to HBCUs, which is cute. Famu. I I don't know we Howard. No, no, it was not Howard. It was one that I guess I'm not familiar with. Hmm. 
She went to A and T. What stands for? Oh, in Atlanta. What does it stand for? I don't remember. Of course, it's in Atlanta because that's what I it think is. it's in Atlanta. Okay, so she went to A and T, and <laughs> and uh, Josiah went to Morehouse. So, um, she just said, "Yeah, like what y'all did." I'm 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 thinking of that. And I think that's, that's yeah. I would agree. I said, "Yeah, girl, t- together." Honestly, that was I cool. wanted to go to HBCU after watching a different. I watched it. I watched it first year of university, and I was like, "Why am I here? <laughs> like, really? I need to be at the Mecca. Somebody take me to Howard immediately." Really, I so badly loved the idea of like, if I was an American, I think I would have gone HBCU. If not HBCU, then Berkeley. But I loved the idea of just seeing black people. Yeah, like it's just so comforting. And doing black things and learning black things and like not having to deal with microaggressions or and I'm not mm. saying HBCUs HBCUs also have their own issues obviously but like I feel like it's issues that all universities have like underfunded not properly taken care of mm. not offering student grant but like imagine having to just worry about that and not have to worry about whether your professor is racist yeah fair enough you know i think i think for me because when i watched a different world i was based on a different part of the world Mm -hmm. and i also myself as african i always also saw like hmm i wonder if i'd fit into this environment just because of like who i my background and stuff and my cultural background as well Mm -hmm. i always wondered that because i know y'all like to argue about exactly that's what i said i know y'all like to argue about african americans versus africans and the caribbeans yeah you you guys can go to hell by the way (laughs) every single one of you i hate those wars because it makes no (laughs) sense but I always had that fear because it's so much in the forefront when yeah. I was like in high school. And I thought to myself, I don't know if I'll survive. I think they'll call me a, a booty scratcher or whatever y'all be saying. One of my favorite episodes of um, in A Different World actually is when they do the boycotting for South Africa mm-hmm. for the apartheid. Mm-hmm. For the apartheid. For apartheid that's <laughs> it's happening. A, I understand. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I know what's going on. Please, no, we know. I, I picked up. I said I, I'm not, she didn't get it right, but I understood, and that's what matters. Okay, let's 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 go back. No, okay, fine. No, 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 because we we, we have to finish chapters. this. Yeah. Um. So now the biggest biggest thing of this chapter is that once um deja announces her cousins in town mm-hmm. she's just like wait a minute how about my cousin like my cousin's not been here for a minute that this pissed me off i'm not gonna lie to you i got excited <laughs> really i was hoping they'd have a baby so y'all don't know what ptsd is i feel we can heal <laughs> that's crazy anyway because i was so with josiah when that conversation comes up later on no but, i understood it but i was like damn like imagine a scene of him like how do you say sorry. understand and then put a butt <laughs> no because i have dreams and hopes That's and nightmares okay. and know, all the other stuff me feel strong about kids. in fact if it's plus deja so she got five kids <laughs> um so she's just like oh my god like i haven't seen my cousin in two weeks so she's just like, okay, y'all, I'm going to rush quickly down to the CVS and, you know, whatever. Of course, Deja's suspicious as she usually is, but, you know, she manages to walk out of the house and go to the um, CVS. I don't think it's a CVS. I think it's just a convenience store. That's a local. little hasty market. A little hasty market for Canadians because um, I don't think hasty market is, is anywhere Oh, else. sorry. Yeah, so it's 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 more of a Canada thing. Or maybe an Ontario thing. I don't a know. Convenience store, can, a convenience store. Some drugstore of some yeah. sort. We can go get, you know, your little... Um, your little stuff um so she goes there she goes to the pregnancy test aisle and she's looking through stuff obviously she's very nervous because like she's thinking to herself like oh my god like 
if I had a child with Josiah, after all we've been through, we're such a good place right now. But I really, really want to have more kids with him. I want, I want that man to be the only father of my kids. Yeah. Why are you laughing, bro? I'm sorry. <laughs> because I, tell the audience why you're laughing. Because I, I just, don't know either. I, it's sweet, but but girl, let's be calm. Let's be calm. Um, and I think there's a woman who walks by and just grabs a pregnancy like test a young and, girl. Yeah, and she just said, "Wow, that was easy." <laughs> She's like, "No huh? thoughts, nothing." <laughs> but that woman's probably like, "God, please, please, don't let it be, don't let it be." That young one was probably me. Um, girl, I'm joking. <laughs> and so she grabs it. Um, and I don't think they tell us at the end of this chapter whether it came out positive or whatever, but then she's still like in that mindset of like, Oh my God, like, I don't know. I definitely want to have more kids. I want to have more kids for sure, for sure. And when that boy comes back, I mean, when Josiah comes back, um, she's, she, she's going to do what she promised Dr. Abrams, which is her name of her therapist, just mm-hmm. like really being in her truth and like saying things as they are. So I think it's like part of it. Like I would hide this from Josiah. Oh, <sighs> I would just because of the history behind it. I'll wait. I'll wait to say it. Like I, I don't think I would have hit it, it. You wouldn't? No. Mm. No, because okay. I want more kids with him, and it's dishonest. And if we're really trying to rebuild something here, but I gotta be honest with why you. Why do the kids have to? Why do you have more kids to rebuild? Anyway, we move. Because I want to have your babies. It's you already have five babies like with crazy. me. So now we move on to chapter forty-two and. Daddy's so, home. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't take no pit stop, okay? He drove straight straight to his home so he, he can don't see live his there. Kids. It is his home. He said, I'm home. That's that's the first the first sentence in this chapter. He says, I'm home. <laughs> drove drove but drove here straight from the airport. Damn, why is that sentence so hard to read for me? <laughs> oh, because the way I highlighted it is off. <laughs> I word for word is weird. <laughs> anyway, he what? went straight to his home and he just he cannot wait to give his big wife a kiss. <laughs> I give his wife a big kiss. <laughs> he gave his big, big wife, wife a kiss. I said, huh? I'm okay. Flipping us like honestly, y'all. I I wanna move on. <laughs> I wanna move on. Um, and just see them kids. So he walks into the house and Deja opens the door and says, hi. And she doesn't do the whole, oh my God, like he's back or whatever. Like Daddy's she's, home. she's over it. She's more of like, oh, it's nice. And he's just like, well, so like, you're not going to be excited and everything. Their relationship is very interesting. Like she, she definitely does like have a lot of banter with the man. Like I, they go I back and down forth. and y'all can fight me. But I put down Josiah and Deja's relationship is too healthy. <laughs> it, it's too much. Like you're, you, But I'm like asking myself, is it because I don't have something that resembles this healthiness or mm-hmm. like or this level of healthiness? And but at the same time, though, why are you making jokes about the fact that you and your parents? Yeah. And then Ugh, like, sorry. oh, my God. Sorry. He was asking Deja, like, That's you know, gross. where is like, where is everyone? Yeah. And she's like, oh, this one's doing this and this one's doing that. And then, you know, he wants to ask like on your mother, but yeah. he doesn't want to do it. But she's like, oh, so you're probably wanting to know where mom is. And he's just like, this girl's a brat. And she is. Um, And she's like, yeah, the, she's upstairs cleaning up or something or whatever, which she really is. She just, you know, clean up the drawers as girls do. And she says that, what did she say that weird comment? Is that what y'all going to do? Just catch up? Why did huh? she say that? 
Why would you ask me that in front of my husband? Catching her up with what happened in Charlotte and catching her up in quotations, girl. Stop. That's your father. Have some respect. <laughs> it's not even that. It's just gross to me. Like, it's so gross. Because... Ew, because she's implied. Yes. She knows that, Ugh, stop, ugh, stop, stop. See, we're not mature enough for this. No, we're not, because I hate that. I, I really hate did it. as well. Thank you. <laughs> um, And so Josiah is like, okay, this girl, you know what? Never mind. So he goes upstairs and he tries not to like go up too fast because he doesn't want Deja to see his excitement. <laughs> Imagine like had she not been there and this is a total exaggeration. No, he would have fallen I feel like he would have giggled all his way yeah. up. Like, hee hee. Oh my God. <laughs> but no, he would have. He absolutely would have. Instead, he's being forced to just be like, okay. I bet he was just like, okay, one, slow. Be okay. cool. Be cool. <laughs> Everything's good. Um, he gets up the stairs, he sees his he sees his wife. Just she, she has dancing. AirPods on, so she doesn't know that he's in yeah. there. Um, I think she's dancing to a Hendrix favorite song by Tony Tone 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 Tone. Tony okay. Tone, Tony, no, Tony, Tony Tone. <laughs> okay. And she's like, oh my God, you're home. And they embrace. Um, and it's cute because like they he holds her from behind and like they all they fall on the Ottoman, which by the way, you guys, the Ottoman is just um the little uh why do you see pillow you on the floor? The Ottoman is. Because I didn't know know that people, I thought that was just something that people just don't casually know. Huh? Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. You you keep explaining, girl. Okay. <laughs> oh, they fall down on the ottoman together. Um, and um, they're embracing and he's kissing her. She's on her period, by the way. <laughs> so that's how we know that she's not with child. Um, and he says. Reach down into my pocket. <laughs> and and she's like, oh my God. Oh my God. Is this Mary and Ken's pear from their pear tree? Because remember they had that pear dessert that they absolutely love. Wait, look. Sorry, keep going. Sorry, y'all. I jumped for some reason. My bad, y'all. <laughs> Girl, the way you scared me. I Anyway, so she reaches down to the pocket. She sees the pair that, and you guys know the pair is from um, that uh, old couple that sold or leased out rather Ken than space. And Ken and <laughs> Hannah is going to Mary. Mary. Mary and Ken. And she's like, oh my, he's just like, well, I remember you said you liked it so much, so I got it for you. And she's like, oh my God, it's so sweet. Thank you so much. Um, and she definitely has like a look on her face. And so they start having a conversation about her almost being pregnant she said i thought i was pregnant yeah and, he and says, huh <laughs> as all men do you what um what do you mean we participated in a yeah unsafe sex and you think you pregnant and so she was just like yeah i'm actually yeah i thought i was i'm not which is you know huh, birth, control. Like, birth control and she's like i know well, like literally yes. it literally came the next day like let's not panic yeah, but then she said like she kind of feels a little bit down about it because she was hopeful. Me too, girl. That she wanted, she wanted kids, and she said she wanted it so bad. I wanted. And it for I you did too. what I did. What every, what every man would do in that situation is just you rub your forehead and say, "Breathe in, <laughs> breathe out." 
Mind you, though, he, I was not really he had wanted to get a vasectomy after Henry because obviously it's not safe for her to be. And that's another thing. Pregnant. It's not. It's high I, risk. I think for me, it's. I'm I'm hoping that she has completely not not healed, but sort of like has learned how to handle the grief around losing Henry. And I hope like her wanting more kids and want them so badly is not any way related to her wanting to replace that joy that she had when she was pregnant with her third. But she does say she's like, I did at the beginning. That's why she tries yeah. to sleep with him and then divorce. Yeah. She just was trying to take away the pain. But now she's like, I know that's not an option. I don't care. We can adopt. We can yeah. foster. But what I do know is that I want that child with you. And I want I, to, Yeah. I want it in this home. In this us. home with you. I want us to continue building a life together. Yeah. Um, and this throws him off for this was, this several was, reasons. Yes. I mean, because first of all, I think he just thought like, wow, things are going on so well. We're having this connection. Um, the kids are all right, I guess. Not I all think right. They are. <laughs> They're okay. And then like talking about bringing another child into the world or having raising more kids i think it's just like damn like am i ready for that like do i and it always go back to that whole like do i trust you do i trust you do i trust you and now this is when it starts getting a little bit rude because there are moments when josiah was almost like not laughing in her face but was thinking about how ridiculous and bizarre her opinions around having more kids is or like opinions of him of her wanting him and him coming home she's like mm -hmm. well ma'am you kicked me out of the house remember that like i don't trust you i don't want us to go through this again and she was being a very calm collected person as she was explaining like no like i understand how you're feeling but i just i love you <laughs> i love you i love, love you charlotte <laughs> from the mo for the moment i saw you at the wall and I, is this when he finds out that she's been keeping his pair of shoes as well? Yes, but before that, he yeah. says, like, because she's like, we don't have to get married for you to come home. Yeah. And he says, home? <laughs> home? Yeah. I'm kidding. She, he's not a soldier boy. But, like, home? Acid creeping into my tone. This home, the one you threw me out of, mm -hmm. she flinches like the words are a slap in her face. And I guess in some ways they are. But I won't take them back. I deserve that, she says, her voice flattened but still puckered with hurt. And then he's talking about you don't just it's not about what you deserve, but he like names a couple of things. He's like, All of me was here. My kids. Mm -hmm. Oh no, because yeah, she throws the shoes and she's like, I kept the the aunts because I was trying to keep a piece of you yep. in, in my like in my home. And he's like, a part of me. All of me was here. My kids, mm -hmm. the house we built, mm -hmm. our life together, mm -hmm. my wife. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you, honestly, you ripped it from underneath me. Like, how can I trust you to put, how can I trust you with my heart to put me in this situation? Yeah. I think not. He says, "You, the man who lived two streets over, that was a shell. Yeah. Everything Oof. that still mattered to me was here. You exiled me. You took custody of our whole life. And you think a pair of shoes is proof you still wanted me? Yeah. And she's like, how many more times can I tell you I'm sorry that it's my fault that Deja hates me? That it's my fault that Cassie's in therapy? Like, how many more times does this woman have to beg? And he's like, it's not your fault. Like, I've already said, like, we both messed up and, like, and, and he, he accepts, he's like, and I made matters worse because I was not 
willing to go to therapy at that yeah. time. Um, and she's just staring at him and she's like, I know like what I've done essentially. Like, like she acknowledges what has happened and she reassures him that honestly, like, just ask me again. Do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> Do you love me, son? Because I love you. Um, and instead of answering, even though he holds her waist, he's like, well, I'm going to leave now. Yeah, I didn't like that. Me he's neither. I was like, damn, you guys leave, leave her standing there like a dickhead, huh? Yeah. And um, Do you love me? And he said, nah, I'm out. <laughs> he's like, I'm not even going to answer you. I'm just going to go. Yeah. And where does he go? Straight to Dr. Moose's office. Damn, Dr. Moose is like. Demand. You know what I mean? Like, damn, is he at Amazon Prime? Like, like quick, quick delivery. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he goes to Dr. Moose and just like, thank you for meeting me last minute. He's like, yeah, they canceled. So you're lucky. Sit down. I don't even believe there was a cancellation. No. I believe Dr. Moose had told whoever was sitting to get up yeah. and get out. Can you imagine? That's so rude. He's just like, my my primary client is here. So you gotta go. And he has to give an update about his messy life. So shoo. Um, and so they have Grant. a conversation about what they just had between um, Yasmin and Josiah and Dr. Moose is just like okay so tell me more and he's just like well he says tell, tell Dr. Moose exactly what he told Yasmin like I don't know if I can trust her again with my heart like she literally kicked me out of the house she took me out of the home with our kids and blah, 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 blah. I just don't feel like my heart is ready for this and that and they continue to unpack everything and I don't know what Dr. Moose says in terms actually no he talks about like can you relate this back into like his childhood why do therapists like talk about childhood so much man because they're like let really me be important. that was a hard time for me exactly that's what you brought up i hate that um <laughs> and dr musa asked him a question like honestly like if you if things were great and you love this woman and you want her like and everything works out how would that make you feel and he said like honestly it would make me the happiest person on earth just to be back in my home with my kids and my wife um and then he was just like well so do you think it's not wor worth the risk or anything uh, and he's just like honestly like i want her i've always wanted her um and she's different now to be honest this is just me now hana speaking mm -hmm. like she's different and i really i trust her words now because she has done the work and she I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm a little bit petty. So if Josiah spoke to me the way he spoke to Yasmin before he went to Dr. Musa, I'd be like, oh, you always complaining. Please. Please. There's nothing I can do right for you, huh? Is that right? Is that right? Um, but anyway, one thing leads to another, and they come to that whole conclusion or settlement, rather, that Josiah loves. Yasmin and he wants to be back home. It feels great to be home. He was so excited to say like I'm I'm coming home. I'm coming home. I'm <laughs> Come coming on, home. Uh, did he dirty money? Tell the world <laughs> that I'm like honestly, like he was he went straight to the house, straight from the airport. Do you know how difficult that is? Not really. They <laughs> he lives two streets I down. Know. Like he was going that way anyways. <laughs> he didn't want to unpack nothing. He just said, I'm gonna go see my wife and my kids. Oh, I love that show. Um, anyway, so <laughs> I, I highlighted a couple of quotes from in there and like, you're full of quotes today. Cause I loved it. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, girl. So the first one is like, he does bring up the childhood. He, we learned how he loses his parents. Like obviously they're in a car crash. He's he the got first time they brought it up. Yeah. Okay. And okay. normally his mom is at the door and she's not. And then the police come, let him know what's happening. And then Aunt Bird comes and gets him. 
and all of that just essentially makes him feel like he knows he would be happy to like do that to to rekindle with with Yasmin and Mm -hmm. um he also tells us like he was the one who found Aunt Bird dead on the ground in her kitchen oh yeah and she was making the lemon child cake which is why it brought a lot of emotion when he ate it at Deja's party um he's not told anybody that like not even Yasmin but like being with her he he loves the idea of being with her but he's afraid to lose her again because he essentially has a fear of losing people yeah and he doesn't want to have to he doesn't believe he can survive losing her again yeah um and dr music makes a point of saying like our traumas are not always behind us um and they do dictate our lives but we have to you know choose like how we move from them yeah like so he says you have to decide if being afraid of losing Yasmin is worth ever having her again yeah and he kind of replays in his head he's like i've been lying to myself like oh we won't reconfigure like i love this woman i love her bad like i love Mm -hmm. her down bad and i've loved her since she was eating like bad chinese food with me in my raggedy ass apartment and like Mm -hmm. you know we were riding shopping carts and here's Uh, here's the the okay okay now this whole segment that's what i'm about to read is mad so he says, I fell in love with Yasmin a little more, a little deeper. Every time she took me into her body, showed me how passion burns your tongue when you taste it. When she rolled up her sleeves and poured her creativity, her matchless energy into building a business together that we can be proud of. When she gave me our children, became a mother who made magic, who mm-hmm. held up everyone else, carried the world on her shoulders with infinite grace. Even when she fell, she stayed, which is a huge difference because in the couple pages before he said, yeah, we had our problems, but I was willing to stay and fight. Yeah. But now he's acknowledging that she was trying to stay She was here. a warrior as yeah. he describes her. She says, when everything urged her to give up and go, she stayed for us and she fought until she found herself. Yeah. I've fallen in love with the warrior woman who walked through fire, the mm-hmm. one who came through stronger reshaped my sorrow by sorrow reformed by grief reborn in joy mm-hmm. i think of her today with her small fist over my heart she stood bravely in front of me asking that i take her back offering me the chance to have everything that really matters again my home my family my wife she offered it all to me on a platter and i basically tossed it back in her face yes. <laughs> but it's the same kind of thing as yasmin like he's fallen in love with the woman the original person he he knew yep. this person who's been changed by everything and and I, again that's what they were missing they weren't in love with this new person or, or acknowledged that this grief had made them into a new person so. i loved i absolutely loved that and obviously like this is also the first time we ever see josiah cry yes because when and he had no idea that he was even crying yeah. because the therapist passes on just tissues and just like what's that for he's just like it's for the tears yeah. because that's how deeply moved you are and i also like the fact that uh kennedy ryan because she because he before he started going on like how how he fell in love with her and how he's fallen for her he asked himself internally do people remember the exact moment they fell in love and this is something this is a question that he has posed to himself in the very beginning as well when he talked about how he knew he was in love with yasmin um and the comparison of that and then now you can see this one is more deeper yeah. more more full yeah and i just think like when i love it when authors are able to create f- full circle moments yeah. or just connect to past and and future and present it just makes me feel like i think 
I think we're ready, Josiah. I think we're ready to take that leap. I think we're ready to see what this is what this is going to turn out to be. And it turns out to be beautiful, y'all. It really does. I'm not going to lie to you. I was, I was not mad at the ending. Um, and now we're still on the same day. And we move on to chapter 44, which is, I believe, the last chapter. And he's going back where he left Yasmin. Meanwhile, his wife's <laughs> crying, trying to make mac and cheese because she thinks this man's rejected her. Yeah. And she's like, just, just let's try to follow this recipe. <laughs> Elbow noodles, cheese, <laughs> She said, "I thought the worst thing he could say was no." <laughs> no, because if that, that if a man had left me in my walk-in closet, yeah, I would fell to my knees. I like little Dirk. I would fell to my knees and just lay there. Deja would have found me just laying there, right, hundred percent. But um she's yeah. like i'm not even gonna cook where the uber eats up <laughs> she's about to look for mexican and chinese but she doesn't know what's going on and josiah just walks in come on that's his home we see now yeah. he just walks in and he says i'm sorry i left you like that um and he does say like yeah i went to see the to see the doctor yeah he gave me a prescription a prescription of enlightenment <laughs> so i'm here to tell you <laughs> yeah sure. i want you and i love you <laughs> and i need you and you know i um, want to be what like i just want to feel the things that usher does when he writes his songs it's, he doesn't say that i was gonna quote another jc song i stopped myself i stopped myself i stopped myself because i was gonna say he will do anything necessary for her and she will do anything necessary for him so don't let the necessary occur you know what i'm talking I don't think I do know yeah, that Bonnie one. and Clyde. Oh. All I need in his life is, in, is me, me and my boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah. Me and my boyfriend. God, Jay-Z. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's full of, it's full of Carters tonight. It's a full house of Carters tonight. Okay, so in that light, then, we are recommending the album Everything is Love. <laughs> <laughs> We're like Kiki from Honey and Spice. <laughs> Let it breathe, y'all. Let it breathe. Let's, Let's make love in the summertime. <laughs> um but yeah yeah she's like your eyes are he's like your eyes are puffy i'm sorry i made you cry and she's like you look like you've been crying too he's like yeah dr misa finally got me to cry and she that's how to say she's just happy that this man is seeing a therapist yeah um and they're like he's like i dr misa also wants to meet you and he's like we have a lot to sort out like I'm, I'm ready to do couples counseling baby family counseling whatever you need mm-hmm. baby please um and he says i hope your offer still stands but what he says i think it's beautiful is i know you need to be strong with the people you love but i want to stand with you when it rains when the wind comes when it's hard and the odds mm-hmm. are stacked against us mm-hmm. we didn't always do that before but i believe and when believe if and when trials come we will stand together mm. oh kitty ryan <laughs> um she really is that girl listen um and at the end but long story short oh deja and kasim do come yes. in well and, she, and he's like i only brought my one suitcase i know i have a pair of shoes here now yeah um but she's like yeah come home come home baby and baby like, yeah, come I'm home, home. Okay. <laughs> and the kids are like she's like we'll explain to Cassine so we do have an epilogue and y'all know I love me I, I honestly I would have preferred it just ended right there but I know that sometimes we gotta do a little extra but yes there is an epilogue 
I love an epilogue. So because we... you know, you know why I get very like scared about epilogues. I'm just like, no, that was a happy ending. <laughs> no, epilogues are be always happy. happy. Sometimes they're not. When have you had a bad epilogue? I, I've read a couple books where the epilogue is just like, oh, so I guess a couple, really? yeah, because some authors like to play with you. Have you not seen the? Oh my god! Side note, you know, in the Fault of Our Stars, mm-hmm. the author in that book that she was obsessed with the, the, the one answer, the one who never finished his book yeah that was mad and i always had that fear of just like i hope i never ever read a book where an author does that thing i have someone who's doing that and Ooh. i blame him for why that show ended badly george r, r. martin you are not seeing okay. the gates of heaven had you just finished the books for game of thrones okay. those two idiots would have never did what they did but anyways okay um so to the <laughs> epilogue it actually starts with a bible verse which i wrote down yes it does after i just cursed some people but anyways so the bible verse is psalm 42 5 is why are you cast down oh my soul hope this is amazing and i was like this is and i really needed that day that i read it i was like yeah you know i love that was beautiful not only that because they did have a bible verse for their yeah the wish and the promise this is their promise why your voice getting shaky no because i I just (laughs) it just occurred to me right now that this is the promise they're hoping for themselves moving forward as a family yeah and that's so cute oh my god go on adelia so um essentially it's a new year's party again yeah this time vashti is not here she's at the new year's party in charlotte mm-hmm. um and apparently that one's going nice that's all we need to know about that thing honestly um <laughs> and jasmine's chilling with soledad and um hendrix and they're drinking they're having a good time they're winking they're kikiing uh and for right now it sounds like soledad and edward are doing well like and it's a little shocking to the girls but they're not going to say nothing about it and funny enough Hendrix has moved her mother to a home in Charlotte so she she has time to stop by um Grits Charlotte mm-hmm. and things are just going well Deja's with Lupe and them at a slumber party you know Kasim is with Jamal he has skipped a, p- a grade. Deja and Lupe are in the public school and their moms are just hoping that it goes out well, that they made a right choice. And mm-hmm. um, Deja's at her own therapist now and they're in family counseling. And It's good things all around. And right now they're, they're and her, of course, her and her mans are happy. So her and her husband are doing great. They're not sure they're going to get remarried, but they know they want to. They're not Mary and Ken like they know that marriage is something they want to yeah. do. And they definitely want to, and also taking um, actions to also have, having more kids, right? Yeah, they so they're working mm-hmm. towards adoption. Like, they talk to their neighbors who adopted a baby. Yeah. So they're working on that. Um, funny enough, Josiah comes over, and I think she tells her girl pals, like, oh, I'll meet you guys later. Mm. My man is here. My man, my man, my man. Damn. Um... <laughs> And the two of them are like sex on a platter. Like they just, they cannot let go of each other. Like they make the room tense for everybody else. So everybody's got to go. Cause Hendrix's like, let me go before they start offering pants right here. Really? Um, and they're having a moment together. And Josiah says, reach into my pocket. He loves to do this whole reach into my pocket. You know, before you continue to say what it was, um, I read somewhere that is so cute. 
<laughs> so cute when they're just standing when they're just sitting uh, outside and they're just looking in each other's eyes it says um but clinging onto him under a cathedral sky with an audience of stars i know i'll never take it for granted i think that is so beautiful to describe i know i have another under cathedrals of a sky with an audience of stars that is so beautiful like it's it i know we're reading a book but it's like literally written in a book yes (laughs) it's so poetic i love it um and the thing is i had another quote here i don't know where it's from or the context i know it's from this chapter Mm -hmm. but she says my heart skips that beat reserved specifically for his for this man Mm -hmm. a rhythm that only he has ever inspired oh and i was like damn and you know what makes it better al green's song their song let's stay together is playing like yeah just i did say that he told dj come on now yeah (laughs) you gotta play our song oh and he got a vasectomy guys and he did (laughs) which is i mean everything is working i think they mentioned somewhere the only thing that's holding them together is love and that's what it feels like you guys in this epilogue it's just love upon love how much love can they take i'm overwhelmed i'm overwhelmed with love too um Anyway, he said, I have something for you. Reach into the pocket. What we what do we get her doing? What do we have? Oh, new and improved engagement rank. Because we about to be Mr. and Mrs. Wade again. Listen. Like, <laughs> and I was like, ah. And there's an, an inscription as well. What does it oh, say? Oh, it says, like, wheels. Yes, something in wheels. It says wheel. And it says, there's no beginning and no end. So he takes yeah. the ring. Aww. And it's like, he's just like, it's our own eternity. Will you marry me? He breathes in my ear again. <laughs> <laughs> I want to spend the rest of my life with you, have more children with you, fight with you, make up with you, wake up beside you every day. He rests his forehead against mine. <laughs> I'm like a deal right now, just quoting. <laughs> now hold on. <laughs> just quoting up the book. And of course it does take a bit of time before she says la da 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 and she says finally. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I mean what you gonna do? Say no? <laughs> And you guys, you cannot believe it. Neither can we. But that's how it ends. Oh, that's how it ends. It. A dagger to the heart. I can't. Um, and that's why Odile's been rereading it because she wants to relive the experience. <laughs> Everything, that we just had. man. Everything past Charlotte is just like it's even Charlotte. Like I just have so many. Oh my. Okay. Well, let's just stop. First of all, she said eight out of ten. Over no, here, no, no, no. Oh. I give, I give an eight point five out of ten. The first chapter. Okay, so what's your whole book? So right now, the whole thing, I'm going to give a 9 out of 10. 10 out of 10 for me. Jeez. I love this book. It is perfect. So it's there- better than Tia Williams' Seven Days in June. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> I, have to, I have to write this down. This day, what is the day? This is August 31st. Got it. <laughs> and I know that is so hard. That? Odell, I'm actually really proud of you because... <laughs> That is difficult. The way you quote seven days in June. But so you know, you rate this a 10, that's crazy. But you know now, because I've given this a 10, anything we read after this. I promise you will not get to the heights. I, every time that a book slightly upsets me, I'm going to be like, where's Yasmin and Josiah? Where is Yasmin and Josiah? They're not here. <laughs> and I'm going to be upset. This book is perfect. It is. Like, I... I Oh my God, I just love them. I know y'all like to describe craftsmanship with people who do stuff with their hands, but how people who do stuff with their mind, okay? (laughs) Kennedy Ryan conjured characters, gave them something, gave them love, gave them conflict, gave them 
Deja. And honestly, even through <laughs> I like Deja. All, sure. And even through all that, like the language was so enthralling. The character was just mm, chef's kiss. And the plot was plotting, as the girls would say online. And it's a testament to just her writing. And I, I'm now tempted to think that maybe we should go back to her universe. <laughs> I told you, like, if we change the book, no, we we already told no, you guys. No, no, we're the we're, next book. Gonna we're, going Africa, Africa. Okay. we're going to Africa. We're going Nigeria. Yes, we are. Janie Garo's. Um, where's my book? What's the name? It ends where it begins. Yes, I believe that's what it's called. Yes, um, that's um, her next book. But I just, I love, I loved every. Look how many times I wrote down quotes. Like I loved everything about this book. Like the, I felt it. It's like they yes. were real. Like Skyland was a real place. Yeah, it was a real place. And I just, I loved them. I loved them together. And I just. <laughs> And I'm very hopeful oh my God, about I love their them. future as well. Like they they really went through real problems. Yes, <laughs> problems that I was again like things. These are things that, of course, because I'm I'm too young and I haven't really experienced half of anything. Um, I don't understand, but like I, it made me want to understand like how everybody was feeling, especially the discussion around therapy. And Kenny Ryan did say in the beginning of the book, like I worked with therapists. You know, yeah. what I mean? we went through all this together and like there's some, you know, talk about unaliving yourself mm -hmm. and you know what I mean? And and it's tough, but like, please, like t have grace and read through it because it's really important to have these conversations. And I feel like that's like the big if there's a, a billboard on a highway, it says seek therapy. <laughs> that's the biggest thing, because how this stuff could have been solved just by y'all unpacking stuff. But I understand, you know, get, even getting therapy is a privilege in a sense. It's expensive. It's hard to find one that actually relates to um, your own needs and stuff. But overall, the writing, the characters, even the feeling of the book on my Kobo. Um, and sometimes I'll do I touch your book because it has a nice cover. <laughs> the paperback feels real nice. Um, just, yeah, then that's it. I, I think I feel full. Like Beyonce said in her speech one time. I'm I just not feel full. full. I want more. Okay. Give me more Josiah and Yasmin. I want to know everything. I want to be a fly in their bedroom, not their house, their bedroom. I and <laughs> um, I love them so so much. Like, and if I call you a creep, what's gonna happen? You can call me. I am definitely a creep for Josiah and Yasmin. Absolutely. Okay. The big question I have for you when we're going back and forth about this, we definitely want to turn this into motion picture for sure. Okay. Yeah. And they're Series, working on movie. it right now series and movie um would it do good as as a movie i think i so. think it'd do better as a movie yeah i think so too i think they'll definitely sell more um but yeah or I'll... limited series sure <laughs> like yeah. four episodes <laughs> yeah limited series and netflix you better not come near hbo i'm looking at hbo please yeah hbo could do some HBO, fantastic please. work with this or maybe like an a24 like one of y'all just come yeah. in and do something come together you yeah. came together for euphoria <laughs> you come together again drake are you looking for, for ways drake to invest not your like money this. no he's not he likes not. toxic um very young girls doing scary things yeah yeah absolutely yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I really enjoyed every aspect of this book. And I really, I encourage everybody to go out there and buy Before I Let Go by Kenny Ryan. Honestly, she's amazing. Um, if this is my first time reading her work, <laughs> I'm scared to see like how her talent and her, and her, I don't know, her ways of colliding worlds together improves in other books. But we'll come back to her universe. Girl, you sit tight. Kenny Ryan, you sit tight. We're coming back to you, girl. 
Um, but I have nothing else to add. I was just gonna, you know, throw in our our socials in there. Um, you guys, as usual, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok. Um, you can also just send us an email at romanticallylit at gmail.com and you know, or you can just DM us on any of our socials because we are really, 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 we really love what y'all say about the <laughs> podcast. Um, anything else you want to add, girl? Um, yeah, I just love this book so much. It's gonna be I'm I'm excited to read It Ends Where It Begins because yeah. um it, it sounds interesting. It just sounds yeah, rekindling mm-hmm. second chance. Second chances, yeah. Um I'm sure it's really good. I've only ever heard good things about it. And the minute I mentioned it on the podcast last week, my phone heard me and started sending me TikToks about it. Mm-hmm. And everybody loves, loves, loves it. Um, so I'm excited to to dive in. I'm gonna miss Skyland Atlanta. Oh, you don't have um, to, you can always just open up the pages. I'm gonna miss Skyland Atlanta <laughs> and I'm really gonna miss Josiah and Yasmin. Whoa, um, I thank you. I was like, wait a minute, she missed somebody. <laughs> I'm um I'm, I'm gonna miss Josiah a little more though. <laughs> but You're um, actually sicko. But sorry. I understand. I understand. But um but yeah, yeah, I'm just I just love it and yeah, I really want to know what you guys think and I'm not going to shove about this book for at least another 8 months. I still love Shane and Jean-Pierre though. Shane and Jean-Pierre and I still love Kiki go. and Kai. I love um, Kiki and Kai. Um but Yasmin and Josiah, they my they king. really are yeah, they really are the power couple. Jasmine and Josiah are like the king queen of my kingdom. Shade and Jean-Vieve are like lord and lady of like the best province or something. And Kiki and Kai are the prince and princess. Like And the rest of peasants. Yinka is um a I'll judge. Say she's yeah. And then Jenna Jones and <laughs> she, Eric. She's exiled. I'm not even gonna tell y'all. She's exiled for my kingdom. <laughs> she's not part of our world. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah but anyway um, but yeah definitely tell us what you think let us know <laughs> um yeah and also you what books do you think will can you want us to read that you think could possibly dethrone this i don't think it's possible yeah this is our highest uh, rating we've started so high like I'm, yeah. nothing's gonna compare what's the nothing. point of reading sorry or, okay um, let us continue to read um but yeah everything odile said echo 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 yeah, I agree. and yeah shout out to the one person ines who said she was really excited for this episode and yeah goodbye before i let go i'm gonna miss you um you don't understand like i'm holding the book right now real tight to my chest like i know it's gonna sit on my shelf but like i just i'm gonna miss talking about it. i'm gonna tell everybody about this book if this yeah. book didn't have so many spicy seeds i'd make my mom read it um she can still read it yeah, but I don't want to discuss it with her. No, we don't have to discuss it. We can just you liked it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Anyway, do you talk about let's talk about Deja. No, because she's gonna say mean things about Deja. I'm gonna have to start with hold on. Fair <laughs> I have enough. to defend her. Fair enough. Um but, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll see you guys on our next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Bye.